On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, college is calling catchers. There hasn't been much to cheer about on the field here in Alberta this summer, but plenty off the field thanks to college commitments. We'll chat with a couple of the new recruits. Welcome to episode 105 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Before we get started, we just wanted to give a shout out to the Western Canadian Baseball League's Sylvan Lake Gulls. The expansion team announced this week they'll be opening up the 2021 season at home for a weekend set June 11th to 13th. They also provided an update on the construction of the stadium, among other things. For the full story, go to albertadugoutstories.com. Also new on our website is a Q&A with Dogs Academy product Andrew Yusupchuk. He, along with several of his teammates and other athletes across this province have recently announced their commitments to post-secondary colleges stateside. Despite the COVID-19 pandemic getting in the way of showing off some of that talent in gameplay, the internet has proven to be a valuable tool in getting the athletes the exposure they need. Another one of those players to announce their commitment is Bennett Freider. The 6'3", 210-pound Dogs Academy catcher and infielder announced in late July he'll be going to North Dakota State University. Bennett, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Talk a little bit about this opportunity and how excited you are about continuing your baseball journey. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped to go to North Dakota State. Like, I feel it's going to be like the perfect fit for me. Um, they have the athletic, or yeah, they have the athletics there. Um, being a Division One program and competing at the highest level of baseball, and they also have um, the academic major that I like to take, which is electrical engineering. And the team has a lot of support for engineers. Like, there's um, a lot of engineers on the baseball roster, and there's also, like, a lot of different academic support for people in that major. And then I also felt that the coaches, they were the most interested in me. Like, they really felt, like, they gave me the sense that they really wanted me to be there and that they were really excited for me to come. Did you talk to a lot of schools? Were you checking a bunch out? Did you get to do a bunch of tours? Walk us through that whole process. Yeah, so um, I emailed like a lot of schools that I was interested in. So they had the program I wanted, and then um, North Dakota State was one of the first schools that I had emailed because um, that I actually ended up going to one of their prospect camps in my grade ten year. So I got to tour the facility, and I really liked it. So I sent some corresponding emails to their coaches, and I attempted to contact them by phone, and then I kind of just left it for a while, and then just this past summer. Um, the, some of the dogs coaches sent out a lot of video and they sent, I asked them to send some to North Dakota state. And then I just wanted to try and get in contact again by phone. And I spoke with one of the assistant coaches for a while. And then he arranged a call to the head coach, which I, which was a couple of days later. And then he offered me there. And then I made my commitment about two weeks after that. What was it like from your perspective to actually make it official and start planning ahead? Um, it didn't like really like hit me for a while. Like I was kind of like kind of numb to it, but then I just realized at a certain point, like, hey, this is what I've worked for for since I've really had this dream. So like four or five years of playing baseball and practicing just to get to that point. What's the game plan now? How do you prepare for yourself for that eventuality of heading down to school? Um, I feel like the dogs have already really prepared me for what college life would be like when I come. 
kind of just the pra- the rigorous practices, the constant practices, and just um, having to manage school and baseball despite how much time is invested in baseball. Has baseball always been your dream? Did you have other sports in your periphery? Um, yeah. I, I First, was, I played hockey until grade 8, and um, then I kind of realized, like, you know, this isn't going to work out. So then I decided to focus on baseball after that. Do you remember the moment when you realized, hey, maybe this is the sport that I want to chase? Probably um, about my second year Bantam, so I believe um, grade 9 maybe. Yeah, I think grade 9. And then I had a really successful season, and um, kind of I'd started a new like winter baseball program in Winnipeg called the Winnipeg Junior Gold Eyes, and it was really hot intense, kind of like similar to the dogs but not at the same scale. And um, they kind of just showed me like what it's going to take to get to the next level. And they showed me a lot more of the detailed and um, more technical sides of baseball, which I just really enjoyed. I like, I love thinking a ton about the game. And then that kind of just made me realize like, this is what I want to do. And I want to play college baseball. How is it that a kid from St. Andrews ends up uh, in Okotoks? Um, yeah. So with the gold eyes, um, one of the head coaches, John Ali, he um, he was also probably one of my biggest role models or one of my biggest people that I could look at and say that they helped me get here. But he um, he contacted Okotoks and just said, or uh, yeah, he said that like you know this Ben Schreider is pretty good and stuff. And then um, Coach Hallick, um, we arranged a call and I spoke with him. And then um, I went out in September for the Dogs Fall Showcase, and we, I played there with the Winnipeg team, and I did pretty good. I got a lot of success, and then when I got home, I spoke with Coach Hallick again, and then um, then by December, I decided to go. What's that experience been like for you to be in Okotoks away from home, and, and but yet still having uh, some pretty good success here? Yeah, it was, it was tough at first, like um, kind of just being just left to make all the decisions for myself do a lot of be really become really independent and um but kind of as i got into it it's been a really great experience it's been absolutely amazing i'm really happy that i did it anybody you'd like to single out as far as making the transition a little bit easier for you um all the dogs coaches have been absolutely amazing they have all offered so much support to me and they've helped they're the reason why i'm committed right now and i'm very thankful for all of them Pretty cool as well to see so many of your dog's teammates also getting commitment letters, that kind of thing, all ready to go here. Talk a little bit about being able to, to share some of the excitement with others uh, in the program. Yeah, it's a really good feeling to congratulate a guy when he's committed. And like we all just, we work so hard together. We all just train all winter, all year. And it's, yeah, it's a really good feeling. Like, you know, I played with that guy when he's going to the school. Who's the best player that you've seen thus far through the program? Uh, I'd probably have to say Simon Lusigman, uh, the pitcher from Quebec. What makes him stand out? Just um, kind of how like advanced his thinking is, and just he has incredible stuff. Like catching him is um, it's to the point where I almost laugh when he throws some pitches that are just impossible to hit. It's just it's really fun watching how he carries himself and how he just um, like he kind of just understands how good he is, and then he just uses that and has a lot of confidence on the mound. 
Speaking of the thinking game, it kind of took me by surprise a little bit when you told me what you wanted to do when you went to school as well, because so often you see, uh, you know, general studies or that kind mm-hmm. of thing. You're very much uh, in tune with what you want to do, and and obviously you're you're a thinking man as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I've always been really in- interested in designing things, and that kind of led into baseball where I'm really interested and I like to just think about certain plays that could happen just kind of like to keep stuff in the back of my mind and then um, I feel really strongly like the main reason why I'm going to university is of course to get an education and I feel like electrical engineering was the major that I'm most interested in and that I'll have a lot of enjoyment taking that and graduating with a degree from there. And obviously, uh, you get to play some baseball as well while you're down there. Give us yeah. a, a bit of a sense as to what your your goals and aspirations within the game happen to be. Um, yeah, so my biggest goal was obviously to become committed to college, to college. But then now, I guess I've kind of updated my goals list. And probably this year, I'm really hoping that I could either have a shot at potentially being selected to the junior national team but also trying to increase any draft stock that I have and see where that could take. Fantastic stuff. Well, final question for you. As always, what does the game of baseball mean to you? I guess the game of baseball, um, just it's fun for me, and it also just means getting to do something. Like, um, I just love this. Everyone loves the success of having a good play, and just means... Um, like, it just says, yeah, it's fun for me to play. I just enjoy playing, and I just enjoy being able to go to the field every day. Bennett, appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us and continued success in the game of baseball. Thank you so much. Another catcher finding a home stateside is Lethbridge's Ty Weavers. The 6'1", 195-pound Vauxhall Academy of Baseball backstop hasn't always been at the top of recruiters' minds, but his play over the last year made it impossible for one Juco school to pass on him. The Southern Albertan has committed to Cloud County in Kansas and is already on campus getting acclimatized and meeting some of his new teammates. Ty, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Joe. I appreciate it. How excited are you for this opportunity heading to a school pretty well known to Alberta baseball fans, Cloud County? Uh, the opportunities uh, are pretty special. Um, anytime you can go play secondary baseball is always is always something to not take for granted. Um, and the opportunity to play at Cloud County Community College with Eric Gilliland here taking the head head job and leading the team, it's pretty special. Um, and, and it's a great group of guys so far for the first three weeks have been here and uh the culture the culture is amazing here um from from the short-lived time i've been here and uh there's nothing i can really say bad about it what went into making that decision when you did um i think what ultimately came down to the decision process and the decision making it was a very very um long-awaited thoughtful process just due to limited games our spring getting uh, cut short in march and uh, due to the virus as it's it's messed up so many things for so many people um and and i think the biggest thing for me was just to get situated somewhere where i had um to get situated somewhere where there were coaches that kind of instilled and understood the situation you were in and um and allowed for you, the JUCO lifestyle allowed for me to get more reps and get more um, opportunity to show my skill set um, f- for future colleges down the road. And I 
And I think the two-year atmosphere in the JUCO lifestyle was better than getting situated in four years right away. Um, because I believe for my skill set and my assets in baseball that um, I would have been better off having two years of lots and lots of development and more reps and then going into the four-year environment where the baseball is a little bit more high class and high key. Like I said, this school is pretty well known for Alberta baseball players. Did you lean on anyone in particular from here to maybe get a bit of an inside scoop as to what they have to offer? Um, no, I just basically, um, playing at Vauxhall, I made very, very good connections with Jim Kokus and, uh, Les McTavish. And I just, uh, looked for insight from them. Um, I took their word for it. Um, Les McTavish is good friends with Eric Gilliland and, uh, he had lots of good things to say about the program. And then, um, as things dispersed over time, it just, it, it winded down to, to me making the decision on accepting Cloud's offer and, uh, and the rest is history. What are you looking forward to the most at Cloud? Um, I'm looking forward to to getting after it and playing. Um, it, it's been a long time since we've had high-paced baseball. Um, it's been a little over four months now here, and I'm just I'm just excited to get after it with the guys here um, to build something greater than yourself and uh, and and keep the culture going. Um, and, and as well as uh, keeping the reputation that Vauxhall has on its players um, to send guys to places like this and, and, and other places. Um, I think that's very important to me as well is uh, keeping the reputation of how well Les McTavish and Jim Kokus and Joel Blake um, prepare their guys um, for future success at the college, at the collegiate level. You alluded to it a little bit is the the fact that we have been in this standstill with COVID. How challenging has it been from your perspective to try to uh, stay in shape, to stay ready to rock and roll for when eventually you do get a chance to take in some real gameplay? Um, I think it's been very, very mentally straining. Um, you get in routines and things seem like they're going on the right track and things seem like they're going to be normal. And then all of a sudden they just get taken away from you. Um, I, I think it's just the biggest thing for me was just always staying true to, to knowing what you can do and um, staying true to the process and, and keep um, being consistent with your routines and consistent with everything that you do just as if you're in the season normally um, because that's pretty much all you can do. And the next biggest thing is taking advantage of the time that others are going to take off because when – lots of people aren't mentally stable and mentally tough enough to survive in environments like this. And if you can take advantage of, of something that others aren't, that's how you get the edge as an athlete. You've already been down there for a few weeks here. What's the atmosphere been like at cloud? What's it been like to kind of get to know some of your teammates and get, uh, get kind of a, a preview of what to expect over the next couple of years? Um, it, it's been really good. Um, obviously, when that that jump from high school to the collegiate level, it, it, it's a huge jump. Um, and, and I think the biggest thing is you're expected a lot more here. Um, there's a lot more independence, which is nice for your well-being. Um, but there's also a lot of more responsibility and a culture that you have to follow more so. And and I think the culture here so far has been has been great in that. Um, yeah, I'm a first-time freshman in the fall, but that doesn't mean I can't be a leader. And that's what the sophomores instill in you is to everybody on the team, 30, 30 um, people strong on the team are all leaders. And that's 
that's the biggest thing is from high school to the collegiate level is high school is you got about two or three captains that lead the team. And there's some guys that just hide behind in the shadow. Well, college, the college life just shows everybody. Um, and that's how you win games at this level. Let's talk a little bit about how you got into baseball in the first place here. What drew you to the sport? Um, I always kind of, I, I was a hockey kid growing up. Um, I played hockey from when I was very young up until I was about 13 years old. Um, and I picked up baseball when I was about 11 or 12. Um, never made a AAA team in my life um, for the first three or four years of my baseball career. Um, always played AA. And I just thought to myself, like, like, I think I can do something with this. So I just kept going. Um, I kept swinging in my backyard with my dad and, uh, and my grandpa and everything. And, um, I would, I would train and train and train. And I finally made a triple A team once and that just sparked it for me. I was like, wow, I can do something with this. And, uh, I always knew kind of, I was, I'm an Alberta kid growing up, grew up in Lethbridge, Alberta and Vauxhall is only about an hour and a bit away. And I always knew that there was that there. Um, I always knew, um, Coach Lester Cavish is is a Lethbridge resident as well, and uh, I grew up with his kids playing and such, and I always knew that that was something, so I always looked up to that, and that was always a goal of mine, is to play for Vauxhall someday, and and the two years that I was lucky enough and, and fortunate enough to play there, um, that got things going and going and going, and that's um, what's allowing me to excel and uh, be mentally strong at the collegiate level. What was it like to be able to accomplish some of those goals, even as simple as, "Hey, I want to get to Vauxhall"? Um, it, it was, it was, it was tough. Um, for me, yeah, I'm not really the most talented athlete out there. Um, I think above all, work ethic and dedication and motivation and staying true to yourself as a player and not proving anything to anybody it is really what got me there. Um, there's a lot of people who are blessed with talent. Um from a young age. Um, and there's a lot of people that don't have it right away. And that's ultimately what shows you as an athlete to, um, excel at the next level. Um, and I believe that Boxall did that to me. Um, and I believe that cloud County will do the same as well. It sounds like you relish in that idea of outworking someone to achieve your biggest goal. Where does that come from? Uh, that's strong for my dad. Um, he's always been a go getter kind of guy. Um, he's always, He's always instilled that for me at a young age. And and obviously coaches, uh, Coach Todd Hubka from Lethbridge coached me at a young age. And he's always instilled that to me as well. Um, and and ever since, that's just been the approach um, into the collegiate le- from the high school level into the collegiate level. Talk a little bit about your experience, I suppose, at Vauxhall and what it was like to be able to excel and, and get to the point where you were able to uh, sign on the dotted line with JUCO school. Boxall was a very, very good opportunity. Um, and it's something that you don't understand as a high school student, um, as a high school student and a high school athlete, you don't understand how those opportunities are so, you have to be so thankful for them. Um, because you don't really understand, you don't look at the big picture when you first arrive there. Um, you look at the big picture when you're done there. Um, and you don't really re- and when you reflect back on the process and everything that that academy gave me um you really really start to appreciate it more than when you're actually living it um 
and you wish that you were to go back and you wish that you were to go back and do everything differently because you could have been so much more because you realize everything that they gave you. Um, and I think that's the, that's the thing that people don't understand as much as when you're given an opportunity like that, you don't think of anything at the first year or maybe even the mid second year because you're just living it. Um, and once you've already been through it, it can really, really, really start to creep in the back of your mind that, Hey, like that was amazing for me. Um, that that's what got me to where I am now. And taking those lessons that you've learned into the college life and buying into the process that college has and not taking those moments for granted. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that's going to take you to the next step um, playing professional baseball. It sounds as though that's your main message to any kid who happens to be walking into the doors in Vauxhall for a first time as well. Yes. Yes. I think that um, if I was a senior reflecting back and if I were to talk to the, to the, grade 11s and 12s coming into Vauxhall Academy, um, I just tell them, uh, you don't realize how good you guys have it. Um, it, it, it's something that, um, it's something that really takes for granted, like I had said. Um, and it's something that, uh, sets you up beyond your years. Um, not just, not just, um, athletically and on the field, it's the off the field stuff. It's the, it's the taking time to interact with the community. It's the taking time to interact with the senior citizens at the senior home. It's taking time to make interactions with your billet families. It's all that stuff that, that takes it into, into fact that everything that you do there off the field translates onto the field. And that's the biggest lesson that I learned there. When you look back on, on this career that you've had to this point, what, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of the connections and the, and the friendships and the, the mainly the friendships that you take. Um, I'm with you beyond baseball. It's not just baseball. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of myself for taking great lengths and taking new steps in baseball, but it, that's not all it is. It's the friendships that you take with you. It's the people that you meet. It's the people that you learn from. Um, and, and it's the people that you interact with, like your teachers and your principals and everybody who's there for you. Um, I think that's the biggest thing who's made me who I am today is being able to interact with that. For instance, my billet family in Vauxhall, um, they had a bunch of grandkids that I made connections with. And I think that also allows you as a baseball player to, to let yourself, you let your mind go away from the game a bit um, and help you fight through tough times, like a bad game and such. And it allows you the opportunity to clear your head and come back to the game you love and and keep that process going and, and excel in the game that you love. Now looking ahead, what do you have as your goals heading into the next few months here? Uh, looking ahead, um, I'm looking to maintain a 3.7 GPA or higher um, in college classes, getting on top of school work because school and education is first and foremost um, – and obtaining a uh, exercise and human kinesiology um, degree um, and hopefully moving on in baseball, um, which I want to play baseball as long as I can and make it professionally. Final question for you. I ask this of everybody. What does the game of baseball mean to you? The game of baseball means to me um, so much that goes into it. That's a, that's a, that's a tough question. The game of baseball basically just gives me life. Um, 
the game of baseball has brought me to the man I am today. If I didn't have baseball, I wouldn't have made those connections. I wouldn't have made those personal connections and friendships. Um, I wouldn't have been able to decipher between um, having a chip on your shoulder and letting back. Um, I think the game of baseball has taught me so much more to life than there is just just play it. Um, it's the off the field stuff, like I had said, that matters. It's the it's the interactions with your coaches. It's the picking up your teammates. It's the it's the doing the work when nobody's watching. Um, that's what baseball has taught me. Is to to first and foremost be a better man. And second of all, has shaped me into the baseball player I'm today is instilling and respecting the game. That's what baseball is talking. Ty, appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. And all the best as you embark on this new adventure with Cloud County. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Joe. Thanks to Bennett Freider and Ty Weavers for joining us this week. And thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, leave us a rating and review as those actions help spread the word about the podcast. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.